You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Sports Day. Nice to have your company Thursday night in advance of the AFL Grand Final. You hear it live here on 882 6PR and a bloke by the name of Cameron Ling, Geelong Premiership captain, is going to be, well, hopefully part of the day, Lingy. Welcome. How are you going, mate? Nice to chat. Oh, not always nice to chat with you. Thank you. Yeah, you use that word, hopefully. That's the big one. I, I might have a part to play in the day, a very, very minor one, but I hope to be handing that cup over to Joel Selwood and Chris Scott, but it's setting up as a great game. The two most informed teams, it'll be a beauty. Absolutely, Lingy, and uh, really looking forward to having a chat to the other bloke who might be handling uh, the cup is uh, Paul Kelly. But when you reflect back, and you were captain in 2011, uh, that was Chris Scott's first year as coach, and here we are, um, over a decade later, him trying to get uh, his his second cup. I know that he's had a few cracks at it, but gee, I'll tell you what, uh, the boys have been pretty good this year, haven't they? Oh, they have, yeah. Yeah. It's quite a journey, isn't it? And, and different evolutions of the Chris Scott coaching caper because that first year came in and just managed the team beautifully, but a really experienced team and a really driven team. And he uh, he, he tinkered with little bits here, nudged us a little bit there, uh, but really let us uh, run with it and, and backed us in, which we really appreciated. Then through all those years of, I think, getting the absolute best out of teams, I, I, Chris Scott... And those Cats teams copped a bit of a, a bad rap for not a good finals record. But I, I look at it differently and think that I, I don't think they were the best team in the comp in those years. And yet they played above themselves and performed better throughout the home and away season. So actually got themselves in a position of top four and ultimately didn't quite get there. But he kept them competing and, and got the most out of them. Well, this year's different. They are the best team in the comp this year on the home and away form and Two games clear on top of the ladder, a convincing preliminary final win. They are set up beautifully to win this one, but standing in their way is an outstanding Sydney team. So oh, it's going to be a good game, but if the Cats can be at or somewhere near their best, I do think they have this one. Take us back to 2007, Lingy. Uh, the game's pretty much over by half time in the grand final. Uh, a 44-year premiership drought broken, a final margin of 119 points. It must have felt like a fairy tale or some sort of dream. It is funny. Everybody else says that, that the game was over <laughs> at half time. And I, I get when I look back and I watch the replay how big an idiot I sound. <laughs> but I, I, I was a Geelong supporter. I had to watch Carl beat us in... 92 and 94 and all those teams and I couldn't stand the Eagles for a long period of time because I went to those grand finals. I'd been tormented as a kid uh, having watched the Cats so I had this weird mindset of still at three quarter time I was trying to rev the boys up like we were starting the game and 
we were at the Scorsel level. Um, stupid as that sounds, we were probably 80 odd points up at that stage. Uh, but I didn't relax until halfway through the last quarter. But when I finally did, when I finally let myself go, it was just the most incredible feeling. I, I grew up a Cats fan. I knew Dad, Mum were in the stands, my brother and my sister, all the people I'd been to those grand finals with and all those games with, and just that feeling of having finally done it. For, for myself, for my teammates, but for all those fans who'd been through a little bit, it was just an incredible feeling. I've heard that from uh, multiple uh, AFL premiership winners that picking a favourite flag is like picking a favourite child. Uh, you've got three in the cabinet, Lee. Uh, is there one that stands out above the others? Well, weirdly, and for everybody else, you'll say it was the worst of them as far as the game goes, but yeah, the first for me was the best because of that, because of that relief, because of that, uh, that history, because of everything uh, being a Geelong supporter, it was the most special. I get 09 was a, 09 was the most brutal game of footy I've ever played in. Um, I, I hardly celebrated that one that night because I was just gone. I was exhausted. I think we all were. The Saints were phenomenal. That was that was a horrendously brutal game. Um, and 2011 special for all the reasons that you'd imagine. But the first was the best for me. We'd finally done it. 44 years of pain. Um, and I felt it like all other Cats fans that we'd finally won that flag. What was the difference between your coaches? Of course, in 2011, it was the start of the Chris Scott campaign. But uh, prior to that, uh, you had a bloke called Bomber Thompson, and he, he was a little bit different. Yeah, Bomber's, I mean, in my eyes, Bomber is one of the, Bomber is one of the great coaches of all time. I, I get that um, it, things didn't end well when it was Essendon, and he's, he's um, had his off-field uh, problems, and I hope he's going really well at the moment. Um, but Bomber, I adore Bomber as a coach. Um, he was all about development. He told us the first day we walked in there that he would promise us that we'd walk out of that place better footballers, better people, and better leaders. He promised us that he would teach us a style of football that would stand up in the biggest of finals and the, and the hottest of moments, um, and he delivered on that. I he was all about developing us as players and as leaders on the field, um, and I'm so thankful for that. He's just—he was an incredible coach, so good at what he did, and and the way that he built that list. And obviously, went, you know, his first year was my first year. We had 11 years together, uh, and a phenomenal journey. And then, and Chris got uh, so fortunate that I got one year of Scotty, who was just a super smart. Really good person, really good coach, really good relationships could come in, identify he had a strong, driven group, but he identified that that group had to embrace change, and um, he did it perfectly and handled it beautifully in that year, um, where there were a lot of pretty well-established, strong personalities. Um, he came in and just just managed it and pushed us and prodded us and challenged us perfectly to get us there, but... I was pretty lucky, two amazing senior coaches, and then my assistants were, you know, Ken Hinckley, Brenton Sanderson, Brendan McCartney, Nigel Lappin, Blake Carousella, these sorts of guys. So I was lucky with the coaches I ended up with. 
Now, Lingy, uh, the 2011 Grand Final was your last game. You announced your retirement on the 5th of October. Was it because of the celebrating that you were doing? Because <laughs> when, you look back on, when you look back on 2011, it's not like you were struggling to get a game. You played 21 games that season. 18 of them were victories, including that Grand Final. Um, had you just had enough? Uh, you'd felt satisfied? Is, is that what it was? Yeah, I think it was – my body was pretty stuffed by that stage. Um, my back in particular, I got a couple of nasty little discs in the back and that was just wear and tear over the years. And um, uh, I was pretty cooked physically and then the emotional and mental effort to get up each week and try and compete against the best, I, I was kind of just exhausted, to be honest. And and I, if it pushed me, maybe I would have been able to say before the game, um, yeah, this is probably my last, but I hadn't even allowed myself to think of it or think about it. And that's honestly, I, I just pushed it aside and thought, I'll take care of that after I take care of business. Um, the next day, it was on the Sunday when I was I, I was having a, a nice little ale and quite relaxed and at peace with everybody at that stage with a big smile on my face. I just realised I was cooked, I was exhausted, and I was so very, very happy with everything that I'd achieved. <laughs> I was just happy to finish then. It was just a moment where I thought, yeah, yep. I, uh, I was pretty honest with myself. I'm, I'm done. I can't. I don't think I could compete against the very, very best the following year. And if I couldn't do that, I didn't want to do it. And I was happy. So it, it, it kind of, it fully hit me on that Sunday that um, that was enough. And that's when I, over a nice beer, told Chris Scott, and he, um, he very kindly, briefly tried to talk me out of it, but. I think we both knew that my mind was made up and, and he uh, he said, yep, whatever you want to do, you go for it. So that was the moment. You wrap it up as Premiership Captain Lingy. You hand it over to a young man by the name of Joel Selwood who's <laughs> sort of filled the shoes in a big way. Uh, what, what do you think of his uh, line of work there, uh, Lingy? Hey, he's pretty good at it, isn't he? Uh, what a remarkable player, remarkable captain. and a, I mean, I'm totally biased here, just a remarkable person. I... I cherish my relationship with him, my friendship with him. Um, he's so very, very selfless and kind and that he always talks about Tommy Harley and myself and Joel Corey and Corey Enright, these guys that he learned from and, and built that strong relationship as a young player. But to be honest, I'm not sure we did a hell of a lot. That bloke just walked in the door and had a mindset of wanting to win, wanting to train hard, wanting to set a standard. Um, pushed his own game to a completely new level and pushed everyone else around him and did it in a really humble, quality way. So he's very nice when he talks about us, but I reckon a lot of that was deep down inside that young man. (laughs) Well, games record holder at uh, your club and Lingy, he may well do the same as you if the rumours are true. If he gets the job done, he might uh, have a couple of beers and uh, call it quits as well. Yeah, I've wondered that. I've been asked a couple of times. I'm not sure. Joel's wide. He's just a fierce competitor and loves footy. Um, he may just go, no, you know what? If if we if they do win it, he would go, I'll, I'll have another one of those. Let's go again next year. Um, or, as you said, he could just be at total peace. 40th final he's playing in breaks Michael Tuck's record, most finals ever. He's got the most captained games ever in the, the history of the game. Uh, as you said, games record holder for the Cats. He might just say, thank you very much, that's enough. I don't know with Joel. I, I honestly don't. Um, if he does, oh, I think it would be magnificent, but 
you know what, if he plays again next year, I'd also be very happy. Nice to chat, Lingy. Thank you very much for your time, mate. It's uh, been a pleasure having you on the, on the program, mate, and hopefully we see you strolling out onto the ground with that Premiership Cup. Cheers. Uh, no worries at all. Always great to chat with you guys. Let's hope it's a uh, nice fun day for the Catters. Sorry, Swans fans. Good on you. Cameron Ling, a bloke who was born in Geelong. He played for the Geelong Falcons. He captained his club. He's a three-time premiership player, uh, an All-Australian. He won the Madden medal in 2011. uh, And there is certainly uh, a lot to love if you are a Geelong fan about that man who we've just had here on 882 6PR. Thanks to the Dardanelle Butchering Company's Valley Spring Lamb, available at WA's best restaurants, hotels and cafes. We'll clear a commitment, come back and tell you what's coming up after the 7 o'clock news next here on Sports Day. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.